podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. All right, I'm recording. I am also recording. Um, wow, this is this is like fucking exciting. I've been pumped all day. Oh my god! Okay, I gotta, I gotta shake it out a little bit. Okay. All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, welcome to FMLFL. I'm Milan. This is Walsh. This episode, we'll dive into the 2016-2017 Fantasy Premier League game for the first time together, start the preseason pods off with goalies and defenders, and then cover our teams. Feels good to be back. Feels incredible. I'm already sweating. (laughs) (laughs) All right, this opening question comes from at ChrisMG992. Very relevant question, I might add. If you're running for president, which FPL player would you pick as a running mate and why? Mm, John Terry. Wow. Disgusting. Yeah. Horrible history, though. Yeah, but I don't care. He's just going to put on a face. He'll win voters over. He'll be the dirty. He'll just be your dirty dog. He is a dirty dog. Yeah, he can want- be like your scapegoat kind of VP. Yeah, I want that kind of crafty old fuck who's been around the blocker twice, would fuck your wife and still be applauded by thousands. <laughs> He's just, he is a politician. He is kind of a politician. What about you? Where you going? I, I really struggled with this one. I didn't know where to go. I need someone who, like, backs all of the values that I don't value, like God and stuff like that so mm. i don't know maybe like sturge yeah i was thinking sturge he's like, black so you got you get the yeah, white black so i get the 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 black vote i get the god like the christian vote because you know i'm not going god anywhere near that so much you and like think about all the positive press just like his big ass smile and like his dancing and he's like he's just like cool yeah, and he'll just he's gonna be injured all the time though that's fine yeah, he could hobble around. From, just uh, hop, that, press that'll probably win me the senior vote. He's just like on crutches he's a geriatric all the time. fuck, and he's yeah. only twenty five. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Um, wow. So we're back. Um, so Euro's little little diversion is over, but the real business get to business. The real business is back. I feel like we should almost even like introduce our pod to new listeners. Like this is like this is what we do. This is. Season number two, we're back, big year. Mm-hmm. Anything? I don't know. That was, that was so dumb. That was dumb? Let's, yeah, let's cut that. All right, I'll cut that. Um, all right, so we're going to try and keep some structure for this episode. We're going to focus on goalkeepers and defenders, and that'll probably take us to our quota of time for this episode. Then we'll come back with you maybe in a week or so. Talking primarily about midfielders and strikers, uh, but goalies. What do you do? You want to start with the premium options? Yeah, that sounds good to me. I mean, uh, De Gea is the most owned player in the game right now. Uh, is he really? He really um, is, and I have him, and I think you do too. I took him out. Oh shit! I went budget because I felt like fuck goalie. 
back to my I went the opposite. Like this morning, I went from budget to to interest. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting this year that there are no six point goalies. Is this the first year they've done that? Yeah, I feel I like think there's so. always there's yeah. always been at least one or two. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you can get in pretty much to the premium defenses like Arsenal, Chelsea, United, five five Spurs to an extent. Five five is usually the cheapest you could get in and. I guess this is the first time that it's been all now just goalie. Um, I really like it. I like. Yeah, I feel the like they're more. Prices. It's more appropriately priced. Just yeah, because, because goalies just score by far the least of all of the positions. So why not make them equal to probably the cheapest nailed defender on all of those top teams? That's how I see it. Yeah, and it's also just kind of deceptive because. More often than not, I feel like some of the lesser price goalies finish up top or top two just because they usually get the save points. I mean, this season, yeah. check, last season, check finished top of the top of the ranks, but he got bonus somehow because Arsenal are just weird as fuck. But yeah, and I mean, most, right behind him was Gomez, though number two. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he Aurelio. had that five thousand point game week at the end of the season. Yeah, and Butland was right there too. If he didn't, yeah, and get he, hurt, and Butland he would have finished top three or four probably. Too, he probably so. would have been tops if he didn't miss like two months, right? Didn't he yeah, miss two months? He missed a lot of time. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, there's always at least probably three lower tier guys in the top 10, I'd say. Yeah, I but agree with that. Just guys who like get like. Between two and four penalty saves, and get like over a hundred regular saves and the odd clean sheet. That's yeah, that's mean, your recipe for like a budget top ten finish. I mean, two years ago, Heaton was a pretty solid. La- yeah, yeah, last year Adrian always seems to finish up pretty well with pen saves and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. um, but I guess yeah, in terms of the premium options, it's hard to look past De Gea. Um, it's a good five five route into United where. The only other 5-5 five, five route, it seems, is maybe Bailey. Um, Shaw looks pretty good at left back. Yeah, but, Shaw's a great option. Yeah, I, but, I feel like a lot of people will be doubling up. Yeah, I mean, De Gea's pretty good shout for saves, too, last year. I don't know if he'll still get so many, but I think Courtois is a good choice, too. Well, last year was his lowest number of saves ever, actually. Um, well, it seemed like he made so many all the time. Or he, he just had, had like, some a couple big games, but he also missed some games. Okay. So I I don't know. I mean, he was he still finished fourth in what seemed like a really down United year, and to have missing some games, I I think he has to be the favorite to finish top this year of all the goalies with with Mourinho, and they're just gonna they're gonna get like fifteen plus clean sheets. I mean, I can't yeah, see them being worse than last year defensively. I don't know. I mean, the one thing, though, with LVG was they did try and eke out 1-0s, and we saw that with Mourinho in his last championship year with Chelsea, but the firepower that they have in attack, I don't know. I feel like they are a little bit unsettled in the center of defense. I think Smalling's just not good. Um, I think Smalling's a fine defender, and then he uh, he clearly handpicked Bailey, who he thinks will be a good partner. So Yeah, he's young, though, so you don't know how he'll bet yeah. in. I mean, Schneiderlin's going to be forced to, with a big responsibility shielding the back four. I, I just don't feel like I've never seen a Mourinho team that's not a good, good defensive at defending. Team. Yeah, yeah. And De Gea I mean, I think, is top quality also. You know. So. Yeah, I think, no, I mean, De Gea for sure is probably the clear 5-5 five, five choice. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, check I, is check is a fine choice too. Yeah, but their uh, their fixtures are a little weird, and they seem like they might stumble out of the gates this year. Yeah, I think they will. I, I, yeah. They have a lot of guys that are not back yet. Yeah, I mean, Laurie still be in contention. Spurs should still keep cleans, and but yeah, I do like Courtois. I think Courtois. If you want to spread the risk, mm-hmm. I could see maybe doing Courtois and Shaw versus doing. De Gea and Terry kind of a thing. If you want to share in both of those defenses for the same price, yeah. what do you think of that? I yeah, no, that that's all fine to me. I mean, they're all good except Hart is probably just actually bad. I don't know why he's Man City's keeper, but regardless, they're all good. I just think the differences with De Gea is that like, sure, there's Shaw and he's he's good, but there's no like nailed on good attacking defender on on United. Shaw's not like, a good attacking defender. I mean, he gets forward. Yeah, he's he like good put, on the ball and gets forward, but he hasn't really done anything attacking wise. No. Whereas like Arsenal, they're they're covered in that. Tottenham's covered in that. City's covered in that. Chelsea, I don't know, Terry, I guess, or Ivanovic. Whereas like you know, so I'd rather spring maybe for like Danny Rose or Alderweireld, who are going to be like getting all the same clean sheets or just as nailed with attacking returns over Lloris versus De Gea, who could, he could be the highest scoring, you know, defender or goalie on the team. Does that make sense? Yeah, sort of. Lost me a little bit in the middle, but I think one thing that you are overlooking... All I'm saying is I think De Gea could outscore maybe a top defender. Yeah, I don't don't know if I see it the same way. he did last year, and I don't think any of the other top... um, Top tier guys can, yeah, maybe. Um, but it's also you have to think about price, though. You you normally, especially when our budgets are a hundred, you want the cheapest route into the elite defenses. So the six five Alderweirelds, you know, the six point yeah. roses of the world are hard to afford. So when you can get five five routes into the de- defenses, that's always always better. But right, um, if you're you're going five five, are you pairing that with a Jakubovic and trying yeah, to spend nine that, five? That's is, why. I mean, that's pretty much why I went back to De Gea. It's just um, what's his name? McGregor is just dead on Hall, and even yeah. the Hall are the fucking worst thing of all time. It's just there's a nailed 4.0 right now that I just can't overlook. That mm-hmm. it just makes it so nice. Yeah, because you're not so, spending less than nine and a half, probably. No, and I think I mean strategy standpoint, if you're gonna go with a five-five heavy hitting defender. Even if your 4.0 doesn't play, I mean, you don't want to spend an extra 0.5 because you don't want to rotate that that goalie, I think. No. You wanna, yeah, I agree. In general, I always like spending as little as possible in goalkeeper. Um, I think you can, I mean, I don't feel like going into the argument of 5.5 five every week or 2.4.5 rotating. I mean, you can, we can talk about that for 20 minutes. It's not too fun, but... It's not a fun conversation. I and mean, the um, bottom line is... The worst feeling is having to spend a transfer on a goalie, yeah, or like to make decisions. Like they're just they're the lowest scoring thing. You just want nailed, and you want thirty eight games. Yeah, and of course, go at this time we have Jakubovic four nailed, which is nice. But even if there wasn't the case where you had yeah, four point still player, reasonable. Yeah, yeah, you're still maybe a little more risky going with a solo five five. If they get injured, you have to make a transfer versus going with two four fives. Um, where if one gets hurt, yeah. you maybe you can't rotate anymore. But but yeah, I think for the five fives, that's about it. And then yeah. it seems like the five zero. It's the rest of the. It seems just like an interesting year with goalkeeper. I think because. I think because they seem so much lower, so much more reasonably priced than they did last year. Uh, yeah. You have really cheap routes into a lot of these defenses where 
you can't really find a defender at that price like Forrester, for example. He's 5-0 on Southampton. The only other potential 5-0 route you have in is Cedric, who we don't know if he's going to be favored for Puel. And he um, plays like 60 minutes even when he does start. Yeah, he's always a shout to potentially come off before the clean sheet's even banked. Um, yeah, exactly. And yeah, you, like you said, there's so many routes in at the 5.0 goalies to where they're the cheapest or tied for the cheapest with the defenders. Like Schmeichel comes to mind. Yeah, he's tied with uh, Simpson and Morgan, Morgan at 5-0 there. And then same with Everton. I mean, under Komen, we don't know who's first choice yet, I guess. But either one, whoever emerges at 5-0, uh, will be tied for the same cheapest with their center backs there. So I think there's some value at 5-0. I mean, Butlin's in a little bit of the reverse case where he's more expensive than most of the starters. But as we saw last year, I mean, Butlin was a save machine. He had about he had like those two months around the winter time where he was just fucking rolling him yeah blunt. you're kind of already just selling me on the idea of butlin just their fixtures not really their first their first four are kind of tough but then they're out of their first like 14 they're so good butlin yeah. can easily be top the season like at the midway point and that's the thing last year was i mean yeah he had a couple pen saves i think that come to mind but he was getting he was like check where he was getting bonus points on clean sheets um, and Stoke kept some really unlikely clean sheets last year. Didn't they keep one at against City at home or something? Yeah, they they had a really weird year. They were like shit, and then Shawcross came back, and then they were amazing. They had like what? They had like seven cleans in a row at one point. I remember when uh, when producer brought someone in. Remember? Uh, Volshad, I think. Yeah, producer brought in Volshad when Shawcross came back, and they had like seven cleans in a row or something. It was fucked up. Yeah, so I think even though they have a really tricky first few fixtures, I think Butlin's a really good just again set and forget kind of a player. I wouldn't I, I wouldn't rotate a five point goalkeeper. I, I would still see them in the same light as I would a five five. Yeah, I'd probably so. start them every week uh, just yeah. because I don't want to spend nine five at goalie for a rotating pair when you could either go up to a five five and that's just better or. Just skimp and spend nine and have a 5.0 every week starter, you know? Yep, I fully agree. And I'm far from set on De Gea. I just, you yeah. Know. I mean, not we have what? Now. We have like three weeks or two weeks or something? Yeah, no, for now, it's certainly. No, nothing just is set. Nothing, yeah. <laughs> nothing is certain. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, what do you think about Forrester? I'm not so sure. I haven't read so much about Puel's defensive exploits. That's what I'm worried about. I just don't know. And it's not just Puel, it's also Wanyama's gone. Like even Pele gone, I think hurts their defense. Mm, just what? this hold up and just put, set pieces, set pieces, and just That's I'm just worried. I, I mean, I sh- I almost shouldn't be worried because they do this every year. They just yeah. like lose every fucking player, then they're they're top eight every year. But it still scares me, and they don't have the easiest start to the season. I'm just not feeling no, great about it. Okay. All right, that's interesting to to hear those thoughts because I was kind of looking around at a Southampton defender. I'm not sure. Um, I'd rather just see it kind of shake out first. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we don't know who's going to start. We don't really know the formation. It's just weird. Yeah, they still do have some good players. They do have three really good home fixtures in the first five. They're home Watford, home Sunderland, home Swansea in the first five. Yeah, no, that's delicious. But do you? I guess you could rotate them with someone nah, who's game week not. two, game week four. Yeah. yeah. And then looking down to the four or five. So last year I started with uh, 
what did I do? I had fucking like my hill as my only keeper. I did this. Uh, I, so this oh, year, I'm looking yeah, at, that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at a four five and a four zero this year right now as my team structure. Foster. Um, no, I'm, I have a uh, Valdez in. Oh man, love Valdez. I, I love like, I love Middlesbrough to start the year. Yeah, I mean they have really good fixtures. He's classy. They're going to be intent on keeping set pieces. Uh, I don't want to rotate him, and I feel like he's yeah, just start better. Him at least first five, four or five blindly. Yeah, yeah, and then if they have something about them, they have a couple tricky fixtures. That's the thing about these kinds of teams, like the Middlesbrough keeper. He's going to get save points even if they concede. So if they concede one and he still has three or four pointer, I'll take that all day. Yeah. Um, versus, you know, I mean, I was looking at Mandanda. I, I was about to say, I think he's my favorite four or five, him or Heaton. Yeah, Heaton. I just feel like Middlesbrough are more tidy out defensively than they Burnley. They are. Yeah. Heaton has had Premier League experience, but Valdez is fucking class. So. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's he's just good, and they have won everything you know, ever. And yeah, yeah. they've been also bolstering. Whereas, yeah, big time. Burnley haven't done shit. Yeah, I feel like Karanka is going to do a good job. I like them. I, 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 I mean, Heaton did well last time up. Mandanda, you know, they have some good. We have some good fixtures starting out, and he's good. But I still am far from convinced about. Us ever being like a good defensive team, I yeah, just think that right, right. or even Hardwell just like focus on win, defense. Yeah. yeah, he'd rather win like four three than one nil. Absolutely, all day, every all day. day, all day. So right now, I'm stuck with Valdez, and yeah, I, feel I like, like it. I, I believe in that him, reasoning. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I just like it. I feel like it's a good place to skimp. Uh, I mean, I did have De Gea in for a little bit, but. You know, it was the kind of thing that it afforded me. I'd rather have a five-five defender uh, and Valdez than De Gea and a four-five rotator. I think so. That's where I'm sitting right now. Yeah, I like that. I, I believe in that. I I'm probably not going to go De Gea, but did you have him last year at game week one? I had him last year, not at game week one because he wasn't starting. But I had him for a stretch last year, and he did a job for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's amazing. There's no two yeah. ways about it, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just never feels good to have like that much money tied up when you know for a fact that some four or five is going to emerge and finish like top five. Yes, just the way the scoring works that just happens every year. And it's also the kind of thing that I like having less money invested in the back. Is that more likely than not? I mean, come game week eight, I'll probably have wild carded. So right. Middlesbrough's opening hand fistful of fixtures is pretty solid, so I'm ha- I will happily start him for the first you know month and a half or so of the season, right? And right, then I'll right. reassess from that point. Um, yeah, you have to factor in that none of your initial transfers are going to be on goalie. There's no yeah, chance, unless if he gets hurt. In well, which unless case, he gets hurt, which is a nightmare. Probably, but I'll probably start the whole ad and just get right zero exactly because at the beginning of the season, there's always like just bandwagon midfielder or something that we'll all be transferring to and definitely not goalie. Goalie, yeah. There's no such right. thing as bandwagon goalie. So, no. so uh, that'll wrap up goalies, I think. Yeah, so sorry, you have Valdez and Hall guy? Yeah, Jakubowicz. J- Jordan Jakubowicz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I have to hand him too. I mean, okay. he's, he's 4-0 now. So you yeah, gotta get him. fucking fine. I hope they don't buy anyone else. Yep. Um, cool. So you want to maybe do a sponsor and then we'll do defenders? Yeah, let's do a quick sponsor and then defenders. Perfect. 
Do you fucking hate your job? We know you're out there. If you're not happy in your work, then you're not happy in your life. That is a simple fact. But quitting your job is hard, finding a new one even harder. However, you can't win if you don't play. Steve Bruce's Career Center, the plump and jolly one himself, will help you quit your job with dignity while not tarnishing your name for your future prospects. He'll provide one-on-one coaching on how to tell your boss that you are the fuck out of there and hold your hand as you look towards your next career move. Steve Bruce's Career Center. Don't be a passenger as life passes you by. Ah, that was that was actually wise. Yeah, I, I kind of was digging a little deeper today. I was inspired I by the Bruce little little open letter. Yeah, even I though mean, he's a fucking fat fuck who yeah. pulled a Pulis and quit on his team a week before a fucking season starts. Whatever. Yeah, and they're just so nailed on to get relegated right now. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's that's a bet. Their injuries are so fucked up. All the players are like, we're going to spend zero money and just put all the goalie out for the year and like three starting defenders or something like that. Yeah, Yeah, that's fucked up. All right, so defenders, what are we looking at? Should we go over? Nah, let's not go over ours. Let's just start premium. I'm trying to think of what is the best way to do this. I mean, it's tricky to do. I don't. I don't really. Such a massive undertaking. Yeah, I mean, let's just. Let's just start and all right. I'll edit and we'll see all what right, happens. Right. So Arsenal, I mean, Bellend is expensive as fuck. You can't consider him. Um, yeah. The interesting thing with Arsenal, I mean, the fixtures are mixed. They always finish amongst the top three or five teams in clean sheets somehow. Always, every just because of their year. quality and class. But this news today that just broke with Murdasacker. I mean, yeah. Gabriel at five zero. If, if they don't have anyone else, and you'd have to expect he's in over Chambers. I mean, it's not even a competition. Yeah, I have Gab in right now. Yeah. Yeah. If Murdasacker's out for a prolonged period of time, and Gabriel was also really good on bonus last year, um, yeah, he's got to be in. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, Arsenal's defense are they're priced at Spurs levels, and there's no real cheeky. There's no cheeky route in. I mean, it's six 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 five, and then that mind fuck. Center back, where they priced both at five, thinking they would rotate, which is probably a good call by FPL. But uh, with the Murdasacker injury, a Gab Gab is very attractive. Yeah, we'll get the news soon. We, this pod might already be outdated if the news is out by the time you listen. But yeah, I, like I said, I have Gab in now because if Mert is out, there's just I see no way past that. Yeah, um, but other than that, I yeah, mean, I wouldn't personal, consider Bellerin though. No, I mean, it's just too expensive. We're starting out. You don't want to spend six five on a defender who can't cross. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like Koscielny is a better attacker, and Monreal's a better attacker. Yeah, give me either of them, especially for point five less. It's not even a question. Yeah, and then speaking of Spurs, let's go there. Yeah, I mean Toby's up at six five where he probably should be given the uh, ridiculousness I, of his. I have him right now. Oh wow! That wow, the tinker is real. <laughs> okay, I've never so, had him. Yeah, I didn't have him last year either. I had him before when he was on Saints. Yeah, it just feels amazing. <sighs> I mean, Spurs defense is the same kind of thing. It's it's tricky. I mean, you can get Vimmerin at five, who looks like he's got about a month of playing. Yeah, and then I still think Walker at five five is decent value. But they just um, rotate so much. I know. With Champions League doesn't start yet, though. I've you got to feel Walker will probably be. You don't know. There's no idea. He'll play the majority without a doubt. But just the risk of rotation is so strong with Walker and Rose. Yeah. That I'm just worried. 
Yeah, and I mean, Wimmer is very short-term. There's no question that Toby is the best defender. It's just, is he going to earn 6-5? And I feel like he has a really good chance to. I mean, like, they only had, like, 13 clean sheets last year, I think, but they allowed the least in the league, uh, the least least amount of goals in the year. Goals, yeah. And, like, yeah, and all the underlying stats were incredible. Like, they just had a little bit of unluckiness with luck on their side or just maybe even just regression to the mean. They could have easily had like 18 cleans last year. Yeah, four or five more cleans. I mean, it seemed like every game they were letting up just one goal. One goal. And Toby is just such class. Like his balls over the top and his threat on set pieces. He's He's just the best defender in the game. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, four goals, three assists last year. You can't argue with that. Yep. All right, so you you're going heavy. You already had a five five goal, and you have a six five in there. That's intense, dude. Yeah, I'll probably lower De Gea before Toby. Okay. Are you going to try and stick it out with Toby and and keep him? I think so. I okay. think I like it. I think. I mean, I, the fixtures are good. Yeah, the fixtures are good. I mean, all of their fixtures are good. It doesn't. Yeah, they're good. Really matter. I think. I'll maybe bench him week one because Everton almost always score at home. Mm-hmm. And other than that, he's probably not going to leave my team. Okay. That's an interesting shot. I hadn't really considered Toby at all. but I hadn't until like five hours ago when I was just still tinkering. Just Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, I haven't I mean, moved into my apartment yet, so all I'm doing is tinkering all, you do all is day. T- tinker your life away. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Spurs look like a good source for... Points. It's just if you're willing to pay the premium. Yep. Um, and then, I mean, over to United, I think we covered them a little bit briefly in the goalkeeper section. But yeah. Shaw's very popular. Um, 5 5 seems to be the most nailed in route. He, we, I've heard some talks that Marino might start Phil fucking Jones at center back. He's at 5 0, but that's almost an assured planned transfer out by game week two or three because he'll injure himself. Yeah, and Smalling suspended for the first game, and he'll definitely come in and start. Yeah, I can't advise. Even if Phil Jones is starting, that's a good call. But I'd probably take Shaw over Bailey at the same price. Oh, just yeah, not even close. I mean, yeah. Shaw's just by far their best left back. I don't think it's even remotely in consideration. Whereas Bailey's kind of an unknown, and he never, ever scores. He has no offensive history at all. Yeah. He has one goal in his life, and he gets a lot of yellows and stuff. I I looked at him a lot because I because he's five five basically, and I just had no interest at all. I think Shaw's way better. Yeah, yeah. So Shaw's probably the pick of the five five litter from that squad. Um, I'm mm-hmm. sure he's going to be in loads of teams. Oh yeah, he's already like almost twenty percent owned. Yeah. So then, I mean, the other premium team price wise, anyway, it looks like was this is Chelsea. Yep. Uh, so I mean, Conte is in. Conte with K is in. Um, yeah. <laughs> I have. I'm my five five. I have one five five spot earmarked on my defense, and I'm not sure John if I'm even going to do that. But I've been looking between Shaw, um, Coleman, and Terry. Right. I'm, right, I'm not right. sure. I mean, we'll talk about Coleman and Everton later, but I'm just not sure. What how things are going to shake initially? It's like you know, Conte is going to be focused on defense in general, but um, 
It seems like the initial thought was that they were going to go three back, but everything I'm seeing is that they're they're not not at all. They're like 4-2-2-2 or 4-2-4. 4-2-4, whatever the fuck that even is. Yeah, so, I mean, all 4-2-4 means is it's 4-4-2 and they defend and the two wide players get forward when they attack. So, Um, I mean... Yeah, I mean, Ivanovic is, is always going to be good, and Ozpil's always going to be good. He's finally priced where he should be. He's not like the five zero weird guy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Terry Terry is the best pick, right? I mean, he's just cheaper, and Ivan showed last year that he's going to get loads of cards all year. Um, yeah, he's not getting any faster. I mean, Cahill's priced at 6, so Terry's 5-5. Five, five. I mean, he seems like he's... The best pick to me, uh, and he's like one of the best cheaper. scoring center backs of all time. Yeah, I mean, he could easily have a renaissance, and it's just I can't stop thinking about what Conte did yeah. for Leicester. I mean, putting oh, yeah. him in front like Matic last year was a fucking nightmare of fuck fest, yep. worst thing ever. Yep, putting a player like Conte in front of like Cahill and Terry with that experience, they're gonna just know how to play. Position themselves like based cheating. on the interceptions. Yeah, yeah, I just—he's just, an extra player. It's like playing twelve v eleven. Yeah, I just feel like Chelsea defense is going to be a real serious business thing yeah. this year. So. Terry is one of the guys that, like, as I was tinkering, I knew I'd bring. I'm gonna bring him back in almost for sure. He's not in my side right now, but I just like. I think he's just too good. Like. He's as good a shout as any defender to like lead defenders and goals. Like he could score between three and six any year. And yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I think their defense is going to be so good. Conte's always had a good defense. And yeah, the one thing though is Terry's long term outlook. I don't know how bright it is because once Zuma because comes of back, Zuma? you have to think he's going to walk back in because he showed last year he's better than both Terry and Cahill. In my he opinion. was so good, yeah, last so, year. But I, when is he back, though? I mean, he's out for a while. He, I mean, he's not like Vertonghen back in a few weeks kind of thing. Like he's out no, for I, mean, I think a couple months. So I think for the onset game week one, especially when we need to use our wild cards or whatever, Terry looks. I think for at least the first couple months, pretty assured of start. So yeah, I think um, so. Yeah, he see. Yeah, he just seems like a good pick. I don't know. Five, I think five, he's a really, seems, really good pick. Yeah, I, I like every there. team that has him. Yeah, and I, I, again, yeah, I'm pretty bullish on Chelsea defense. Like, I think Chelsea defense isn't going to be better than United defense. Yep, I think so too. I just, I just feel like with Conte shielding the back four, they just have the personnel. I mean, William, you know, is in a shutdown. Like, United for all the Mourinho press they have. I mean, they have very unsettled and uncertain back four. Uh, mm-hmm. They have their wing, you know. They're going to be attacking so much more than Chelsea. I feel like just in general, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe I'm being a fucking asshole. No, I mean they're just it. both elite. I think, but yeah, they're both good. But I mean, at Terry versus Strong, Terry maybe, just I'm, feels maybe I'm feeling like, Terry. Like the thing I said earlier about the attacking defenders. It's like, well, I can't really rely on Shaw, who's. Our pick of the best five five on United for like much of an attacking return. He hasn't really shown that in the past. No. Versus yeah. Terry, I can like pretty much count on goals. Like he yeah, always delivers, some. and I can count some. on bonus too. Yeah, he usually does that too. Yeah. And then uh, so yeah, Chelsea. But even you know you have those six zero defenders. I still think they're fine, but I just yeah, feel like value wise again. Hammering home, just taking the cheapest option on the elite defense always is the thing I'll hedge towards. Um, in general, yeah. 
one yeah. one concession would be looking at Everton with Coleman. I mean, if he's going to be doing three five two or tricky shit, Coleman versus Baines is a discussion in and of itself. But I would plump the extra point five for either of those fullbacks probably over yeah. the center back, especially if Stones doesn't go. I mean, Jags is getting up there, but between Funes Mori, Stones, and Jags, I mean, they could, if he plays 3-5-2, we showed last year, he kind of rotates between that and four at the back. He does it with mid-game. Yeah, it's, hard, like to, it's hard to rely on that, yeah. which is kind of why I like Funes Mori. Like, he scored four goals last year in limited time. He's all a goal threat. Yeah, like he he can score from anywhere. Um, Is he going to be first choice over Stones if he stays and Jags? I don't I know. Think so. Like Tempe Bug thinks so too, <laughs> which is a good. Yeah, sign. but we don't. What do we know? But I mean, we don't really know. We don't shit know anything yet. yet. Yeah, we don't know anything yet. So, but yeah, either that's way, I mean, Coleman excites me. I feel like last year he was just kind of a lost season. It seemed like he was injured all year. He kind of was, yeah. But I feel like if he's going to be playing wing back at times, bombing forward, he still showed the ability to me versus Baines in open play, obviously, not set pieces if Baines has that in his locker. I don't know. But Coleman still gets forward and has goals in him for a fullback, and he's just so dangerous. He's one of my favorite defenders in the game. Uh, yeah, to I like, watch. Coleman. He, had I like some, Coleman. he had some flashes last year, too. He had some flashes. Yeah. Um, but I like Coleman over Baines, I think. But we'll have to see, because if we see Baines take a pen late in preseason with all the other usual suspects still on there. Remember you took the pen at the end of last season when I had yeah, it? <laughs> yeah, I do. But if he's going to be great. back on pens, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I don't know it's, why he would, would be. Know? Lukaku should still hold that. I, I agree. I think Lukaku should do. I mean, I think there is something to having your first choice striker take pens for just confidence and just everything yeah, in the world. Yeah, I like it. I like it. But I do like Coleman a lot at 5-5. Five, five. I think for 5-5, five, five, you do want to make sure that you're carrying some type of attacking intent. That's one thing that like we're talking about Shaw, where I think he really lacks, even though he gets forward. It's a lot of and hockey assists. He's on assists. a really good team. Yeah. yeah. He gets a lot of hockey assists. He gets a lot of like corners, but he gets to the byline with his pace and then he doesn't, he does fuck all with it. Yeah. He's um, more of I like f- a possession fullback to me. Like he has good touch and good control and he'll make the good like short pass or, you know, give it to a midfielder or something like that. But he's not like, he doesn't have that like real explosiveness to like, play a one-two and get behind the defense or just the incisive cross or something like yeah. that. I just don't yeah. see it. I agree. He takes guys on and then just tries to fling it at their shins for a throw or something. Yeah. But with Everton, you know, the other thing with Coleman I keep thinking is he seems to each season have little miniature seasons within them where he focuses on attack sometimes and defense on other times. True, yeah. And we've seen that he's had those waves with Southampton the last two seasons where all of a sudden two months pass and they're a fortress. And then all right. of a sudden they can't keep a clean sheet and they're giving up two plus for a month. Yeah, that is so, true. They do go on a lot of waves. So it'll yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Maybe what, we can play on that. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see just how they look the first couple games. But um, I do think that there's going to be considerable value in that defense. If uh, yeah, I think so too. Yeah, and I mean I do, especially I do like if Coleman. they get someone like Vitzel or they're rumored to get. Yeah, to, to step I mean, in just, front and not be like Barry, the not coolest be Barry. thing ever. Yeah, exactly, just slow as fucker. Yeah, but I like Everton defense this year. I think yeah, I like Coleman, Coleman. I think could, it's good value. I think yeah, it's, good value. it's underrated how good of a job Coleman did and how bad of bad of a job Martinez did. Yep. Um, and then you want to talk about Leicester next? I mean, well, there's also City who have 
always have a high priced defenders. Man City, that is. Yeah, I have no but idea how. Pax I have no fucking idea. I mean, companies. How has he not bought more players? Companies yet? already dead. Obviously, it's just. I, I'm the, the, to me, they're just all stay away. So I just don't want any part of this at all. I don't. I mean, I could see after a couple months that Pep figures things out. Oh and, yeah, yeah, after but, over time. I'm I'm yeah. talking about first draft though. Like I don't I want know. any of these players. I agree. I mean, they're expensive and they probably are priced correctly, but there's just too much uncertainty. Yeah, we don't know who's nailed. Yeah, yeah, we don't know who's nailed at fullback. We don't know if he's going to buy more players still. Um, and again. It's hard to think that City, after the last three years with company out, they're always so much worse defensively. I don't know if Pep has a magic wand just because he's there that right. that's going to all of a sudden be reversed. And without company, they're still going to keep clean. So right. I'd like to agree. see company come back in there before they start being more solid. But um, I do think at some point this season that they'll they'll have a good run of fixtures. Oh, yeah. you got to expect them and United and... Probably those two to be the two favorites to win the league, just based on like Pep and Mourinho and their elite managing. So, and they'll yeah, figure it out. I'm sure we'll be dipping more into Man City as the season goes, but yeah. for now, I just don't see it. Yeah, I mean, they were that as a team, they were priced very highly, Man City. So yeah. FPL Towers clearly likes them to do some do a job this year. But um, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. But I think avoid City as well. I'm, I'm with you there. Um, and then this last, is I mean, hard. Are we going to actually go through like every team? Maybe, maybe we could just. I don't know. Maybe we dude. should just pick some guys from like here on out, just like guys we like or te- teams we like, and just fuck off any teams that we're like staying away from. You know what I mean? Okay. Does that All make right. sense? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I have Morgan. In, so why don't we just go? Because now we're getting back and in, down into the budget ranks, and this is like kind of where our teams are sort of picked. So. I have Morgan in at five zero. I think Leicester defense was priced really kindly. I thought they were going to be hiked up a lot more. Yeah, I like it a lot. Um, Morgan, if you can I, afford I, it, you got to go Fuchs just for yeah. like honestly the bonus, <laughs> not even yeah. for attacking. Just he just is a bonus fucking jizz fest. Yeah, I mean Morgan is very anti bonus jizz fest. He was a yeah. mockery of bonus last year, which yeah, I don't really just, understand because he seems understand. like Ashley Williams to me when I watch him. Like he yeah, heads he everything clear, heads every single cross ever. Yeah, yeah, but for whatever reason, he's a it's probably because he doesn't joke. like leave the box. Yeah, maybe maybe his heat, his heat map is just like on the penalty spot. Yeah, I don't know, but any I, I've got him, and he's always a threat for a goal as well. But yeah, five zero, I like him at five zero. Yeah, no, I think that's a good good. But it's tough to see. I mean, Leicester have kind of weird fixtures, but a five zero is certainly a rotator, I think, because we'll see how Mendy beds in. But no Conte is going to be massive for them, and they were keeping cleans by the skins of their teeth second half. So yeah. It'll be interesting to see how they pick up, but at a 5-0 slot, I like Morgan. It's, it's the most scary to invest anything further than Morgan, which would, I guess, only be few because of Conte, really. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, he was just player of the fucking world, and there's a reason Chelsea bought him for like 30 mil. Yeah. And not having him just makes them undoubtedly worse. Yep. Has totally. to. What yeah. else do you see at the uh, cheaper budget ranks? Um... Well, we already touched on Gabrielle, who I have, and I actually have. Speaking of Ashley Williams, I have him. Um, oh, really? You're going premium from Swansea? Yeah, it's not advised because they're pretty poor, but I do think they'll have a bounce back. I think last year was a bit of an anomaly with them 
being unable to keep cleans. And they brought in um, center defensive mid, who I'm blanking on right now, oh, Fur, who will start instead of Shelby, which will be a big improvement. Yeah, they bought that that Dutch center back Vanderhorn, who yeah. him and Fernandez will compete. I think they'll be a little bit better. And yeah. Ashley, more more than anyone, is the king of bonus. Yeah, I'm just a little worried about going into their defense now, is because their defensive statistics under old Italian fuck was were really bad last year. Mm. And after the first two fixtures, you see. Yes, you know, I haven't looked at that, but. Yeah, the fixtures are really bad. I, I feel no, like, yeah, I know the fixtures are bad. I didn't really know that about the Italian man. I thought they were just equally bad all year. Is that not the case? No, they were pretty worse under uh, Guidolin. Guidolin. Hmm. He was. I mean, they were shipping like a lot of goals, a lot of right. chances. Maybe they he's the guy bad. that I turn into Terry because I still think that I'll end up bringing in Terry for one of my five O's. Yeah, I think that's probably. I can't. You can't really argue Williams over Terry, but for a point five, if you can afford it. Yeah, yeah, I can. I don't know. I just. I don't like drop to hair, but yeah. I just don't like Swansea defense at this point. Similar like Watford defense. Just looking at the fixtures of the, the first like six to eight weeks, there's just yeah. not a lot of games you want to start them. Yeah. Um, well, so on we a are, similar note, what do you think about Stoke? I mean, they're a little difficult, but then they have an insane run. We already talked yeah. about Butland, and there's some good budget options there. Yeah, I mean, I think that they were priced really, really favorably across the yeah. entire, all the positions. I fully agree, yeah. But at 4-5, you have multiple options with Volscheid, with Peters. Um, we don't know if he's he's been experimenting. Muniesa might get a spot. We're not sure yet He's there, been but, fucking around with three at the back, which would just yeah. be insane because, I mean, Glenner and Peters' wingbacks, which would just be so good. Yeah, I mean, if that is the case, Glenn might warrant the point five. I, I have Glenn in right now. Dude, are, do you just have – you're spending one – Half of your budget on defense and goalie? Yeah, basically right now. <laughs> That's not, honestly my current tinker is like very, very fucking weird. But okay. yeah, I have Alderweireld and four five O's, which will not stand. I nah, can assure that's too, you, too expensive. And I'll, um, and I'm gonna lower to hit too. But you know, it's tinker season. Yeah, it's everything's fun. everything's legal now. Have some fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I am I having think, fun. I think a four five Stoke. Or if you even can stretch to a five zero, is advisable. I mean, I think they're a good enough team. They've tried and tested hands all across the pitch. Um, it's multiple four or five routes. You really can't go wrong, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I fully agree. And and Joe Allen will help them. And Butlin being back will help them. And I'm a little worried because Shawcross is a little banged up. But assuming he's fit, I I do like having a Stoke defender. And just comparing Glenner and Peters. Um, because Glenn's it's not close. It's not close. Like Glenn is fit for now. He probably will eventually get hurt, and that's when you'll get rid of him. But he's just so much better at really everything. Every bonus, every attacking. He barely he's gets yellow cards, sure. and Peters gets yeah. a fucking million. Yeah, and Glenn could be a big sleeper going into the season. Yeah, but it's the same kind of thing where, yes, you'd rather have Glenn, but for point five, I'd probably go Peters or even Volscheid uh, just to get the cheapest route because I am a proponent of spending as little as possible as you can on defense. So yeah, yeah, you're start. pushing that hard right now. I am pushing it hard. I mean, I have what do I, I have a five five a five zero and three four fives in my team right now. At defense. Yeah, so you're yeah you're doing yeah. what you said you'd do. 
Yeah, but I have so I have Peters in at my one of my four or fives, and I'm not sure if I'm going to stick with him. I'm also not sure if I'm going to try and free some more money out to to get a couple more luxury defenders. But we'll see. But yeah, yeah, I like the join, stretch. Join out. me, dude. It feels amazing. <laughs> no, I'm not going to go that nuts. <laughs> um, Stoke looked good. Burrow also we touched on with Valdez, so I'm doubling. I have friend in as well. Um, yeah, he's a good just, friend. I don't know. I mean, no, I I love I love Burrow at the back. I love Valdez. I love friend. Um, producer pointed out that guy in Sue. Yeah. Who honestly might be the best of all their defenders because he's like an attacking midfielder. He like played some attacking midfielder and some right back last season and he just puts up regular attacking numbers. Um, but I have Ayala and you know I love him. Um, yeah. He's really, really threatening. He scores pretty regular goals and his. What they call CBI, um, which is just clears blocks Ashley, and interceptions. Yeah, that's the just, Ashley Williams stat. That's yeah, it's basically the Ashley Williams stat. They're just fucking insane mental fucking shit. Like any clean they keep, I can't imagine him not getting max bonus. It's, it's that good. Yeah, he'll probably get two behind friend three, but yeah, I get. I take your point. Um, yeah, but it's again the same with you know Glenner versus Peters oh, or Volshaw. Yeah. I'm going the cheaper route. You're going the more luxury, a little 0.5 extra. Yeah. But it's it's tricky because you have to. And we're we're not going to talk about attack today. But you know those little 0.5s. You always look at a little upgrade if you had one more million for this midfielder. Where do you look to? to right, funds? right, It's always right. in defense. So I kind of had started with heavier defense in my tinkering, and I was finding that I wasn't getting an attack I liked. And the the minute that I dropped down some of my tiers of defenders to this three, four, five, and Three, four, five defenders, and then two, like a five and a five, five. I started to just be able to open up to get whatever combinations of attackers I, I liked. So, yeah, that's the thing is, you know, obviously in my tinkering, I'm happy right now with this attack. So that's why I have this structure. Yeah, but, right. you know, it'll, I'm sure it'll change as yeah. we go through. And then, I mean, I'm really down on West Brom. I guess we, we've talked about it on text, but I, I feel like they're going to be in for a tough year this year. Um, and it's not, you know, we both know we're also biased. I fucking, yeah, I fucking hate them. I hate them so much. Man. I hate everything about them. I hate watching them. I hate their fucking jerseys. I hate everything. <laughs> I hate their players. <laughs> I guess I like Tony Pulis's fucking tracksuit. That's the only thing I like about West Brom. Yeah, the so, only thing I like about West Brom is Barahino. I do like Barahino, but he's him. like not even part of West Brom. No, he's just a peripheral, like, yeah. headed stepchild. They don't even take on the team bus. They, like, make yeah, him go so on a sidecar. It's fucking bullshit. They were priced really, really lowly, though. So Really I guess friendly, that, yeah. I mean, yeah. if they bounce back to two years ago form, oh, they'll God. be pretty essential. They had, like, I think they were second in the league to Chelsea and Queens two years ago. So, I mean, if they're, if they're doing that again all of a sudden, they could be essential. Yeah, but I think if they have good fixtures. I, I'm not going to really go insane if you want to start with the Macaulay four or five uh, yeah. rotator. It's probably smart, honestly. Yeah, but it's probably smart. I'm not going to do it. What? Yeah, I said fuck them. Yeah, enough. I'm not doing it because fuck them. But it's probably advisable if you're going to go with a four or five. And uh, Foster's so, you know. Foster's good too. Yeah, Foster's perfectly. He gets. Sa- I think he's actually bad, but he's good for <laughs> FPL. He gets saves, and yeah, you know, he, he gets saves. He uh, he'll do whatever the fuck he does, but I, I hate them. 
Yeah, I just don't even want to really talk about them. I'm, I'm okay. just, I have their team open right now. I'm just like, yeah, don't do it. I don't and really like that. Past Burrow, I mean, we don't. I hate Hall. Don't like Burnley. Any Burnley options really? Bournemouth have bad fixtures. They don't look like they're going to be too tight. Not keen on them. My Burnley um, interview is going to come out in uh, like probably Tuesday night or Wednesday morning, and. He was shouting at me as like pretty much ben. their yeah as like their best defender. He didn't, doesn't really like either fullback going forward. And okay. Keane's obviously class, but he's five zero. But he was saying me and was maybe one their player of the year once he moved to oh, interesting. So yeah, just a sneak preview of the interview. Once uh, they got like shellacked by Hull on Boxing Day. And then from then on, me moved from left back to center back, and they brought in uh, Stephen Ward at left back. They didn't lose the rest of the year from from boxing day on. That's nice. So that's pretty sick. Yeah, good for them. Good for them. But uh, Um, yeah, that's. I feel like we covered pretty much all the defenders, honestly. Yeah, I mean, the only other thing. I mean, I've got little soiree pop friend in there. Uh, I love pop. I just love all left backs. I'm not going to hide it. (laughs) I'm a fucking left back fetish. Yeah, I, I mean, I think four or five Palace who have good fixtures to start. Uh, he's offers pretty decent threat going forward. Um, I think he's going to take a step forward this year. I've seen a lot of shit of people shitting on him on FFS, and clearly the FPL towers don't think too highly of him since everyone else was priced five or higher in the defense. But I think Suarez has been slowly but surely taking little, little tiny steps forward. I feel like um, your biased view of Suarez is my biased view of Moreno. Fine. I'm fine with that. Right? I'm I'm, no, no, I'm fine. I'm biased towards him because he's also a complete mental savage fuck. And I remember when he when oh we signed God. him two yeah. years ago and he came in like, it was like just game week 30 or something. <laughs> just did instant red card. Immediate red card. Immediate. Like he ran out for two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> he just went insane and had like, like a ridiculous stamp. Like got yeah. a red card, didn't speak any English. Yeah, just any ran off just, too. Uh, ran it wasn't off. like a walk with your head down off. He just uh, sprinted off. He's yeah, like fucking. He was, just, he was like, I, I <laughs> I just announced myself to the world. This yeah, is I need about. to rewatch that video after yeah. this pod because that was amazing. Uh, um, one guy that's not getting much love that I saw when I was just fucking around earlier today is uh, Van Anholt. After his like renaissance attacking year last year, I thought maybe he'd get a five five or something, but. Yeah, I mean, they too, they, they don't have such great fixtures like right away. They have really bad fixtures to start, yeah. But I think, I think Moyes has always had a solid defense, and they, he could be in my team come like week 11 or something like that. When yeah, they, he's probably going to be a good one to wild card in when we wild card. Right, 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 yeah. Especially if maybe he takes a little price drop, but... Yeah, five, he's kindly priced. I mean, he scored fucking goals. He was on free kicks last year. We know Moyes' fullbacks when he was with Everton did well. Did well, Um, yeah. I mean, he scored six goals and had four assists last year, and he's only 5-0. That's pretty fucking stupid. Oh, and one last thing also is that Cresswell's dead. Yeah, Cresswell's dead. So So we'll have to see how that shakes out, but there might be a 4-5 or jam on West Ham. Yeah, maybe Collins, maybe... um, Byram. Byram, I don't know if he's going to play left back, I don't know. But yeah, I think PVA is a good shout. But it's just also again same thing. This is probably a little more extreme. Him compared to Glenn, for example, or mm-hmm. um, versus the four fives because PVA again he had he had so many goals last year. I mean, he had six goals. Six so. goals, four assists is fucking ridiculous. Return. Yeah, it's, it's really ridiculous. So I think after the first few fixtures go and we get a little moist settling, 
Uh, he's definitely one to watch. Yeah, uh, and and must be said, there Kone is there too, and he's four or five, and he's a good goal threat on. Set yeah, pieces. when he started starting, he put in two goals and an assist. And he's like seven foot tall, so yeah, that fucking dong he scored at the end of the season, where he just like <laughs> it was the hardest hit ball yeah. you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, it was great. That was memorable. All right, yeah, I feel pretty good about defense. Um, One thing that I wanted to actually ask you is, because at one point I had a little sneak preview. I have Rooney. but So at one point I had Rooney, Shaw, and De Gea. And the reason I got rid of Shaw, even though I think he's a good pick for cleans and stuff, is I felt hamstrung by having three United players because that means I can't get in a midfielder without having to lose one. And I was kind of thinking more vaguely about it. Like, it might be bad to have three of any team at the start of a season. What do you think about that? I think there are certainly... I think that's a very rare instance where you look at a team like United and if you go double defense and you have the fucking worst forward that you could have from the team, if you want to get Martial (laughs) or Mkhitaryan, those are two players that could very viably have, like, a goal or, or returns in the first two games and they're huge bandwagons you want to jump on. Exactly. I'm not that worried about it though, usually because it's usually you need a downgrade to find funds anyway to find that premium player. You can always just That's double switch true. or get yeah, rid of switch. I, it just I doesn't feel good. I you know I love like flexibility on my team, especially at the beginning of the season. I think it's so key to be flexible and be able to kind of have every price point covered so you're not having to make like an insane stretch or something like that. But I don't know. It's just something that passed me by when I was tinkering and I thought it might be a good point. No, I think it's an interesting thing to think about, but I think it might be a little too deep because I think that it's easy workarounds and, um, you know, you still get a transfer every week if you really want to get someone different from that team. But the chances are that you're looking at, you're obviously like Rooney, so you think he's going to be good for points and, you're bullish on their defense, so doubling their defense. Like you don't want to, you don't want to lose yeah, points exactly in the same light, but just because you think you might want Martial yeah, or something. Yeah, that's true. You got to. So just I get think the you best still got to get yeah, get the players you like. I mean, I think it, there is something to be said about eggs and baskets, especially game week one. Um, yeah, because if you you know you could get off to a really slow start if you have a lot in one, but it's the right. other side of the coin, if you called it right and you your guts correct, then flying, you're flying. So. I think it's an interesting thing to think about, but I wouldn't be like too worried about it. I mean, yeah. And then one other interesting thing about the defenders is there's no four O's. No, yeah. I think the right? only shout at a four O might be on Hall. I think just because they have so many dead people. Yeah, everyone's dead, and and they don't even buy any players. Oh no, yeah. and there's no four O. Oh yeah, Lenahan. Yeah, I don't. I don't even, even know, know who, who the fuck he is. He's got to yeah. have red hair. No, it doesn't have red hair. Brian Lenahan. Oh wow, shocker. Um, yeah, I just it's weird. A lot of people's questions on Twitter were about four O defenders and four point five mids, and we'll get to mids on the next episode. But I was looking at four O defenders because I was getting all those tweets, and I just didn't really see any that like had a shout at starting. Yeah, I think Lenahan's the only one at this time, but I really don't. I used to be pretty anti a fifth four point oh, but I don't really hate it that much as long as you have. Four other good options. I mean, two five point five start every week types, uh, rotating two for one spot. I don't hate doing that. If you really, really? need you'd the point five, a, you'd have a blank four o defender and a shitty fifth midfielder. I don't know. It just seems. I like mean, honestly, two last dead year bench spots. Last year, I don't think I used a bench spot for the first like two months. 
Yeah, it's like, true, but that you got to chalk part of that up to luck. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. Defend, but, like, because if you're if one of your attackers gets hurt, you're gonna fucking transfer him out. Like, you're not yeah. gonna want to start your four or five dick fuck. Yeah, and then the chances of you getting two defensive injuries where it forces you to make a transfer, like rotating four defenders for three spots, I don't mind it. Yeah, you it, should be good, especially at the start of the season where we'll have like the full fitness updates and everything. That'll be. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I'm. I'm not going to probably do it, but I think having four or fives it just gives you that much little more bonus of having a better fixture, maybe with rotating three from one spot or something like that. Right. You have more right, flexibility right. to bench your maybe five five guy when they have a really bad fixture. Right. Uh, things like that. But yeah, I think Lenahan's the only four shot I've seen. Okay. Okay. Um, let's go forward because this is a long fucking yeah, let's, insane let's pot already. It. You don't. Want, you don't want to just say our teams real quick, basically. No. No, no, no. Let's let's cut it. Let's leave the listener teased. Fine, first. we'll 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 do a post about it then. Okay, maybe we'll talk about. Come that on, we gotta give him a little uh, tit. But we're potting again so soon. Yeah, we're potting in a week. There's gonna be so we're gonna pod once a week leading up to the season, and then once a week, you know, through the season like normal. But as far as the interviews go, I feel like I should shout out that so. Because I teased it earlier, so I did an interview with Jamie Smith, who has a podcast on Burnley, and then I'm going to do one for Middlesbrough and Hall also, and then I'm also doing an interview with the legend God Ben Dinnery before the season starts, just to update us all on like every injury and suspension and all that shit. So I'm really he's psyched a hammer, about it. isn't he? What'd you say? He's a hammer, I think. Is that correct? I don't know. I think he might be. So maybe we get some insight there. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be great to just have him and hear about how the fuck he got into what he does and all that kind of shit. Um, and I'm really psyched about having like extra content. I think it's going to be really cool. So, Yeah, the interviews yeah. are going to be great. Hopefully I'll be able to do one. It's a little tricky for me to hook, but we'll see. Yeah, what are you, nine hours behind UK? Yeah, it'd have to be a weekend hours. job. It's tough to do, but we'll That's see. So yeah, so next pod will be we're gonna Alan will release that Burnley interview uh, shortly, and then we're gonna pod on midfield and attack. It'll probably be a two hour long pod. That's gonna be a long fucking pod. But I feel like getting this pod done will kind of give us like an idea of how to go about it. We'll maybe dip in a little. Yeah, I mean, hope it was informative. I think it was better than our preseason pod last year when it was oh just a complete fuck fest. But I mean, we were just such. We sound like younger and dumber. We we're just rookies. We we're just fucking the, rookies in podland. But hopefully, this was an informative one. I mean, we kind of just ran through everything that we see and kind of said players we like. Didn't go too deep on theory or strategy, but. Yeah, we'll um, get there. And, yeah, and we'll, you know, we'll so there. next pod, as you said, is going to be mid and attack. And then the third pod is going to be me, you, producer Nate, and guest Jason in person. That'll be like all our teams, strategy, structure right before the season starts. So that'll be the proper fuck fest. Yep. And uh, yeah, for those that don't know, join our league on FPL. You can find the league info at fmlfpl.com. Follow on Twitter. I'm asking questions, and you can submit questions at FMLPL. Email us, rate my team's questions, all that shit, FMLPL at gmail.com. Rate us on iTunes. Yeah, cheers. Sports Social Podcast Network.